everybody. Welcome to the Talking Heartland podcast. And we are diving into season 15. This is so surreal and exciting. We are finally here. I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle is here. Hey everyone. Can you believe it? We made it. Season 15. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> we keep saying it every week, but yeah, it's unbelievable that we've that we've got to this point like they're filming the next season right now that's uh-huh. crazy <laughs> when we yes when we first started these recaps season 15 had not been filmed mm-hmm. so we've looped ourselves this is- <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes so and i have to say so i've watched now six actually six episodes because we're uh we're pre-recording uh mm-hmm. I've watched six episodes of season 15 and season 15 delivers. Mm-hmm. I've Did only you... watched these three so far, but yeah, yeah, I would agree. And even like season 14, obviously we said in the last recap of like, it was a really good season. Um, and it is so rare that you get a show that is delivering on this level um, that sort of knows what it is and delivers every week um, mm-hmm. for, you know, coming on a decade and a half um yeah the writing is so strong just in these you know three episodes um the fact that they can come up with these stories new stories old stories yeah um and not feel sort of redundant um and the actors are you know as present as they ever were mm-hmm. um it's just it's very impressive <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with shows that go as long as a show like yeah. Heartland is that it's mm-hmm. almost like there's several shows in one. Mm-hmm. Yes, it all has the same name, but really, is there that much in common with, uh, let's say, season one through four versus now we're in like 10 through 14? You know, mm-hmm. they they kind of are 15 and they it kind of keeps re- recreating itself and restarting yeah. itself and we certainly had a sort of a restart with 14 uh and uh, i i think you see that with long running shows i mean the ultimate example of course of course the simpsons which is easy to reboot because the characters stay the same age so you, you have that luxury but really i mean you have these sort of ages of the simpsons and then, and then it reboots itself and reboots so yes it's technically on season 31 but it's kind of on like season it's, it's more i like to think of it as like season six part reboot you know kind of a thing uh yeah. because that, that's what uh, it's kind of done with both animation styles humor styles uh guest star all that stuff uh, is it, it, there's phases <laughs> and yeah. i think that's it you can see that i think in a uh, heartland yeah and i'm trying to think i don't think there's many shows that i've watched um for this long um even though we've, we've sort of binge watched it yeah there's not many long-running shows that i've watched all the way through i think maybe supernatural um i got to season 10 and that's a show that you know when it first started it had a five-year plan and so the showrunner left after five years and for me it just never it was never as good as it was in those first five seasons for me and mm-hmm. so eventually i sort of left and then you do have these shows like you said that are just good at you know reinventing themselves doing things differently like Grey's anatomy is another like prime example of 
a show that, you know, every like, three or four years they bring in a whole new group mm-hmm. of interns and we do it all over again. Um, yeah. There is, there's very few shows that I've watched for this length that have <laughs> followed for, you know, over a decade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gosh, what, what shows do I watch for over a decade? I mean, I mean How I Met Your Mother. Mm, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was nine seasons, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the Goldbergs is like they're on the eighth season. Um, mm-hmm. I finally that they lost me last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I stayed on I for a long time. Yeah, I've got the whole of season eight on my TV, and I've just not even attempted to dive in yet. Yeah, um, I still think yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous that Wendy McClendon Covey never got nominated for an Emmy yeah for that role ridiculous mm-hmm. um yeah i'm trying to think who else um mm-hmm. went on that long mm-hmm. criminal minds for me i think that was 15 seasons but again that's a, a that's an easy procedural easy, but it, yeah it's procedural you know it's sort of crime of the week so it's a little bit different in that sense um but yeah there's not i can't think of a family show that i've watched for this length of time they just don't last <laughs> You know, they, they just mm-hmm. don't. Um, I guess When Calls the Heart is starting season 10. Season 10, that's true. That's true. I don't watch that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on season one. <laughs> just finished season <laughs> one. I've got to go. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. I mean, there there are old shows that I never really watched, but I heard of like, like Gunsmoke and, you know, mm-hmm. some of these other shows you hear about that lasted super long. Yeah, I mean, the grassy is one that I watched for many, many, many years, but that had so many different iterations. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the grassy, then the grassy, the next generation, <laughs> the grassy, the new class, the grassy, the network version. So, yeah, there was all these different. I know One Tree Hill went on forever, over 10 yeah, seasons, did. didn't it? Yeah, yeah, that did. That went on. And I think I did watch that to the very, very end. <laughs> um, yeah, I love those, that show and those characters. So, yeah. And I really think they can keep doing Heartland until Amber gets tired of it. I, mm-hmm. I, I think they could lose every, it'd be hard to lose Sean. Yeah. But even if they could survive, I think even that, uh, mm-hmm. they're definitely the two most essential characters, but, yeah. uh, but I mean, I think, I they, think really they, need, they really need sort of the central sort of unit, but I do think as long as they have, you know, Amber, Jack, Sean, sorry. Um, yeah. That. And I think those are the. Everyone else come in and out like they always yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. And she seems perfectly happy with it. So, yay yeah. for us. We can keep covering <laughs> it for <laughs> the end of time. <laughs> um, so, our first episode is called Moving Toward the Light. And in this episode, you have two uh horses uh that are um the uh uh, liberty horses that are part of the um dark horse uh show Mm -hmm. uh that renard uh i forget which season it was that he appeared as uh they all run together but then renard had trained amy and she had done uh, a show for the family and everything and he offered to have her come on his show but she decided to not do that and 
And then, uh, so then Sylvie, this woman, Sylvie ends up getting hired and, uh, she was always compared to Amy and, uh, we get a lot of flashbacks and all that stuff. And yeah. yeah, And then we also have Lindy going to her first, uh, camp, uh, summer camp thing, which was really cute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What did you think of this episode? Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's this show is so good at bringing back old storylines and making them feel new again. Like this was such a genius idea of you know bringing bringing Liberty back into it because it was such a big part of the show. I mean, that was you know Amy and and Spartan storyline for mm-hmm. you know a couple of seasons there. Um, and you know I know for me watching it, even though like equestrian isn't something that you know, I, I was very knowledgeable about even sort of now, um, but I'd never heard of something like Liberty. Um, so, yeah, I thought, I thought it would, I, I do wish that they'd sort of bring back sort of Ronald's, I think, I think that was sort of a missed opportunity to sort of see him again, but I do also think it is interesting to see what Amy's life would have been like had she taken the job. And I feel like that's a really good sort of character moment for poor Amber as well um mm-hmm. yeah and we see it every week but Lindy is the absolute cutest like of those twins I just can't cope they're so cute oh <laughs> unbelievable so good um, yeah with mm-hmm. I have to say Lou sells this camp terribly she says it's yeah. there to teach you how to be a student that sounds like the worst camp yeah <laughs> and then they go and I'm like oh that looks cute and fun it's just like, yeah, it's just like- it's literally, it's literally like a daycare, <laughs> just outside. And yeah, it looks like just like a fun little day camp. It's not like yeah. teaching her how to be a student. I don't know. Yeah. That's just a weird idea. She it, yeah, she made it sound like they were all sitting at desks. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I have to say, I have very untraditional. I don't have children, so what does my opinion matter? But I have untraditional views on education. I think it's kind of immoral to make kids sit for hours and hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially young boys, it's just not natural for them. And we think, okay, when they get, when they get rowdy, they, you know, we put them on we put them on drugs and stuff. And, and yeah. instead of like, that's what's natural for them to do. They, they, they're just not designed to sit for hours it's crazy to me yeah my brother really really struggled with that yeah um and our school dealt with it with putting him outside the classroom on his own um and that sort of started a big um row between my parents and the school um because they sort of isolated him Mm -hmm. um and he had sort of undiagnosed um, uh, adhd as well so yeah like i agree it is crazy when you sort of take a step back and look at the way education is of like yeah you just have to mm-hmm. sit for hours um and expect yeah. not to sort of see anything and take in all of this and yeah it's just it's really hard it's really yeah. really hard and I don't understand why we thinks having an extra layer of education when you're I mean how much four <laughs> yeah yeah I mean and there's this whole movement called free range kids, which encourages mm-hmm. kids to just be out in wilderness. And mm-hmm. 
Like, I mean, we, we think that kids need to, uh, to have everything be supervised and, uh, and yes, we want to keep our kids safe, but they, we also, in my opinion, I, we also should trust them a little bit more than I think we do. And yeah. it's good for their brains to, to, uh, to have unstructured play where they just are in they're like not even a park, like just nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. anyway, well, I could go on and on about stuff like that, but the idea <laughs> of like specifically going to a camp to learn how to be a student is just bizarre. Yeah. Happens, yeah. Awful. Uh, yeah. and so I was glad when they show up at the camp and it's just like fun little playtime. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so Jack, Jack is on my side here. He's saying kids need to be outside in the summer. Uh, they mm-hmm. shouldn't be going to this camp. And uh, I wrote in my notes, I agree with Jack. On this one. Yeah, I think it is just like a story thing of explaining why Lindsay yeah. isn't around as much maybe this season. Um, because, yeah, I think that the sort of the laws and how often a child can be on set is very, very limited. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they've got the twins. Um I imagine it is really challenging to sort of get them in as many scenes as they can with the time that they have with them. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, Lou is being weird about both Mitch and Peter. You know, she's like surprised that Mitch didn't tell her that he's selling the herd. Why on earth would he tell her? And that's what that's what Jack says. Like, mm-hmm. why would he? <laughs> he's not like they're not in a relationship why would he tell her mm-hmm. that's yeah weird. it's weird it's really weird and i did not feel good about the fact that mitch nor peter are in these three episodes because it just doesn't bode well for the rest yeah. of the season. because i'm the like pe- well, what are they going to do like and per the next episode i don't know what they're doing with sam i originally thought that that was going to be lose more love interest but no, I don't think that. <laughs> no, I kind of wonder if they were maybe making Sam a possible love interest for Amy. Yeah, I think they have Sam and they have Cooper and they're yeah. looking at the, the fan reaction and, and, and sort of seeing what people respond to. Yeah, because I, I agree. Because I think it is a really like touchy subject and they don't want to upset fans. Um, And so I think they've got these two guys who have very different you know sort of mentalities and aspects but very much in Amy's world um, Mm -hmm. and the things that she and they're passionate about the things that Amy's passionate about Um, so I think they're honestly just playing it out to see what happens yeah Um, but eventually they're going to have to make a decision on that yeah I agree I I felt I feel that too that they were kind of like pissed in the waters yeah yeah But Amy's birthday is coming up. She says, oh, don't do anything big. Uh, we get some flashbacks with Amy and Ty. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, we have uh, the we have Tim and Jessica coming back from their adventures and they got hitched. <laughs> uh, and how do you feel about that? What do you think? Um, I mean, I really, really like Jessica, so I don't have any sort of big feelings about it. I will say that Lou handles it a lot better than I thought she would. Like, I really <laughs> thought she was going to spiral. Um, 
and it is a shock so I did give her a little bit of leeway of like it would be a shock <laughs> for like your former boss who you didn't really have a good sort of history with in the end um, mm-hmm. and you've just reconciled and then she marries your dad your ex-boss <laughs> is your mother yeah it's weird it, it's weird you know is, is Jessica supposed to be around the same age as Lou or is she's she supposed, supposed to be, to be older? older she's supposed to be older but they look very similar in age yeah because I, I wonder if that's like part of I mean it'd, I guess it'd be awkward I almost mm-hmm. think it would be awkward whoever your uh, your father married, like just mm-hmm. to have this new stepmom would be awkward uh, yeah. at first at least, but to have her be your former boss and then also for her to be sort of your contemporary as far as age. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I wondered if that was kind of part of it. Um, so this Sylvie woman is pretty difficult she doesn't listen to amy she goes to amy for advice but then she gets upset with her and and that was interesting yeah that sort of was my sort of down thing of this episode of she was very rude (laughs) like yeah she's shown up unannounced because amy had no forewarning Mm -hmm. but she takes on the job anyway and she's so rude um, and you can see right from the beginning that she favors one horse over the other. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there's Zeus and Juniper, and uh, she is very rude to Juniper, and sh- and he tells her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, this isn't, this isn't good enough. Yeah, I like the way the horse was like, whenever she would come out. <laughs> it, was, it was good. They did a good job with that horse management, as they always do. Yeah. yeah. And all of the Blubber stuff was incredible. Um, they filmed it really, really beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a really nice conversation in here with Jack and Lisa. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Lisa said, Jack asks if she's kind of envious of Jessica and Tim. And, and their travels and everything. And Lisa says, we have plenty of time to travel. And uh, so I thought that was, especially because you know how much Jack hates traveling. <laughs> it was a nice moment. It's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't talk about Paris around Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also this sort of, yeah, back and forth between Jack and Mitch about the herd. Um, mm-hmm. And he first thinks that he sold the herd and then he ends up uh being able to buy the herd so kind of back and forth with that uh and mitch says he wanted to keep it in the family so he still kind of considers himself part of the heartland family which i guess Mm -hmm. is nice yeah Mm -hmm. and uh and then we have yeah so peter he makes that big phone call uh saying he still has feelings for her and then he doesn't he hasn't talked to her about it since it's been six months that seems unlikely yeah that's unbelievable (laughs) yeah that's stupid that's really silly yeah but i think what made this episode there were cute moments throughout but really lindy working with harley was the highlight yeah 
It was yeah. so sweet. It was so sweet. Um, yeah, and <laughs> you don't realize how tiny she is until she's next to that horse. Oh. <laughs> and so, yeah, she gets the she's able she works with sylvie she asked sylvie for help which was adorable and uh, and then she's able to sort of train harley to um about i don't know what you call it in horse world but anyway she's able to train it was so cute yes <laughs> um, but uh but there were also you could tell that this episode was short because they had these long sequences of Sylvie and Amy working with the horses with this long song. Yeah, slow motion. And- <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, they, they did not have enough script this month. <laughs> yeah, they ran it like 30 minutes in this episode. <laughs> it was really long. It was like, it felt like four or five minutes uh, for this, for the whole song. Uh, but I mean, a lot of pretty, pretty horse imagery. <laughs> Uh, yes uh so sylvie ends up riding juniper getting uh they bond again and and then yeah you see lindy working with harley it was so cute my daddy's horse and he's in heaven oh Oh yeah i don't know what's worse (laughs) like lindy thinking that her dad's coming home or her seeing her dad's in heaven stabs through the heart yeah and she does that drawing with yeah. her dad as the man on the moon because that's what he said where he said he'd be yeah <laughs> so cute yeah and she's so good in these little scenes as well like they got so lucky the fact that they've had these twins for so long now it feels yeah. like we've had them you know quite a few years now um it's amazing it's amazing and yeah she's getting little scenes here and there and she's like delivering mm-hmm. she's delivering lines of dialogue she's doing emotional stuff yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and lindy says to amy did you like my surprise and oh. i loved it everything about it it was a dream <laughs> <laughs> it was a dream i agree so yes i uh i give this episode a seven it was fine but it yeah. had its cute moments but yeah yeah i would agree a seven um it was good it was a good episode but it felt very much you know what it was which was a season opener mm-hmm. we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast If you love Hallmark Royal Romances, you'll be swept away by To Win a Prince, an Africa-set royal romance novel. When a fashion designer is forced to work alongside the prince who portrayed her best friend, she must stop herself from falling before she's too far gone. This book has all the best tropes, enemies to lovers, forced proximity, and grumpy sunshine. If you're looking for a romance that will have you enchanted from the first page to the last, To Win a Prince must be added to the top of your to-be-read pile. Get 40% off and free shipping at bakerbookhouse.com when you purchase To Win a Prince or In Search of a Prince with a promo code HMSHILOH40. That's bakerbookhouse.com code HMSHILOH40. So next episode is called Runaway. And in this, we have all of these robberies happening in Hudson, including Sam's place that gets robbed. And uh, the wild stallion is uh, 
um, loose and uh, they're looking for him, trying to find him. And uh, we also have, uh, we have Lisa purchasing a pedigree horse called Platinum Bow. And uh, so that's a big part of it. We also have Jessica uh, wanting to sell her photographs uh, and, uh, and rivalry between Jessica and Lou. So overall, what do you think of this episode? Yeah, that's, I thought this was excellent. Um, yeah, I was on the edge of my seat multiple times in this in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like when the stallion is like on the on the motorway, I was like, my heart oh, was in yeah. the Like, oh my gosh. So yeah, well I mean, um, it gets close to that semi. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it's like a jump scare. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I thought this was excellent. This is one of the very heartlands um and i loved the lisa stuff um mm-hmm. it feels like jessica stein's getting a lot to do this season which is great mm-hmm. um it was very repetitive because i feel like we've had this with lisa and lou and, and amy before um but it feels like they have very much obviously with the death of of ty and mm-hmm. lou taking on mayor that sort of returns and they've sort of fallen back into <laughs> to old habits of treating um treating Lisa like a like a nanny not a grandmother um so yeah I, I do like that that's that's been sort of addressed very early on in the season yeah it was a great moment for Jack when he says oh, that so maybe good. you could be there for Lisa mm-hmm. uh, that was yeah. a, a really good moment and he it like makes them realize that they're taking her for for granted yeah, and she spends like a ridiculous amount of money on that horse as well. It's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like close to a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I also thought it's interesting that they're so reticent to have Katie and Parker babysit, especially with both of them. I mean, I feel like that is, how old do you think they're supposed to be at this point? Uh, yeah, I feel like they've aged up Katie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they've definitely aged her up um she looks like she's you know 14 yeah which I don't think is makes sense I don't think that the math adds up there <laughs> uh, well they've had um, some time jumps it's a little hard to keep track yeah I think there's like a six month time jump um or something like that when they had yeah. a year they had a year jump last season so like it's not it's not exactly mimicking her age wouldn't exactly mimic when she was born as far as on mm-hmm. the show but, yeah, and I think we did have like a six month time drop at the end of last season as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I I mean I don't know. I I just like especially because I mean like when you look at what Mallory was doing, right? Like Mallory literally like was Katie's primary caregiver at the same age as as Katie is now, which yeah, is scary to think. Um. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like how much can they really get, how much trouble can they really get into on the ranch? I, I with two of them there to watch, I just feel like that's very safe. I would have no problem having Katie and if I had a kid, I would have no problem having Katie and Parker watch my kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I babysat much younger than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and they sort of have really leaned into the fact that you know Parker is very sort of responsible and and mm-hmm. very 
um, grown up for her age. So yeah, it makes sense that. Yeah, and like Lindy's a smart little kid. She's not going to be doing anything Mm -hmm. reckless, you know. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if it was, if maybe it might be one thing if it if it was a foster kid that they didn't know that well, or you know, something Mm -hmm. like that. But I I think in this situation, their reticence to have them not babysit just feels a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. But they're cute in their little pitches that they do. <laughs> it's, it's cute. <laughs> and they're they're practicing CPR. It's you know, they're they're they they they're very knowledgeable. They're they're doing good. Um uh then we have uh like I said, the uh the stallion ends up in almost getting hit by the semi. They uh they are able to uh, catch him. Uh, the neighbor uh, gets him and the neighbor uh, sends him and all of the horses off to be, be slaughtered, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like this guy. I mean, who is so heartless? Yeah. I mean, every couple of seasons they have one of these guys that's like just slaughtering horses for no reason. Like, yeah. Amy's giving them an alternative and they're like, nope, slaughter them. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, I just like in, in the world of Heartland, if you are sending horses off to be to be slaughtered, you're basically yeah, yeah. like a serial killer. Like you're yeah. the worst. And I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. If there are other options, why you would just be like, I don't care. I want them to die. Yeah. Yep. 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 And it's <laughs> nice that Sam sort of steps in and, and sort of takes them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's another reason why I'm like they're totally setting up Sam to be like a possible love interest because mm-hmm. he's doing things yeah. that are very sort of like you know with appeal to Amy of like yeah. that would get her attention mm-hmm. so Jessica wants to start selling her photography I guess uh, Lou has a whole section in Maggie's for like local artisans and she wants to sell and and then she ends up selling setting up a booth outside of Maggie's and they're just this is a photography loving town yeah they're selling <laughs> yeah like, do very no well she, yeah she's doing this without realizing that she needs a permit <laughs> uh and then uh then she ends up going to she sets up an art fair at the uh dude ranch and for first Lou is upset about that but then she's like wow I wish I thought of it yeah it does seem very unlikely to me that people are going completely out of their way to this like the whole thing with the the dude ranches it's like off the grid and mm-hmm. the fact that people are going so out of their way to go to an art fair seems a little unbelievable um <laughs> it feels like something that you should really have I mean well we yeah have, and there's we have them sort of all over but they're very sort of central <laughs> yeah well and there's uh so many different things you'd have to work into this like cleaning you know somebody picking up mm-hmm. trash you have parking that you'd have to figure out there's other stuff besides yeah plus there... the, like gifts at the dude ranch yeah like, imagine you go to like an off the grid <laughs> vacation and there's just like hordes of people like buying art prints you know it's happening mm-hmm. yeah so they chase down this uh semi that's got all these horses and uh 
the truck driver uh, says that he will stop and release the horses if he gets a baseball, a signed baseball and a selfie with Sam. (laughs) And uh, it turns out that the stallion isn't there because he gave it away because it was being unruly or whatever. Um, So uh the and and then at the end it was cute that sam got the uh rest of the horses from the truck mm-hmm. it's like oh i think i right she's like oh i think i recognize those horses <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a total amy uh is gonna think that's amazing a, a sam yeah. swoon worthy moment <laughs> yeah yeah and i do think sam for me is sort of winning out on the potential love interest i really like sam mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah, I like Cooper, but I do like Sam. I think he's a much more interesting character thus far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I think that for whatever reason, I think that physically, I see Cooper and Amy a little bit more together, like mm-hmm. as a match. But I think personality-wise, especially in future episodes, with what Cooper is. Cooper's insecurities and other things like that. I don't know. I, I think I kind of see that Sam and Amy dynamic maybe a little more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can see either one. <laughs> but yeah, it would be fun. I think a Sam Amy uh, dynamic. And because that, because yeah. it would be nice. It's kind of how I felt about the uh, one calls the heart love triangle because uh, a, lot, a lot of people wanted. Uh, her to Elizabeth to be with Nathan, who is the Mountie. But I'm like, that's too similar to what she was with with Jack. And I don't mean to open a whole can of worms, but it's refreshing for her to be with somebody different uh, yeah. with Lucas, in my opinion. Or I feel like that Sam's really different from Ty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that is you know a big sort of issue of like Cooper is very similar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In terms of his sort of um his uh, values are very mm-hmm. similar to Ty's. Um and yeah, I I just like Sam's energy a lot more. You know, he's sort of this sort of gruff yeah. man of few words, but yeah, he sort of opens up around Amy, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um and he's sort of, you know, very well known in the homework world. So <laughs> it's nice to sort of have a familiar face as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in one of my favorites with a, um, I think it's, what is it? Recipe for Love with Daniel Panabaker. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Oh, it's so good. Um, we get a, a quick look at uh, Scott in this episode. He comes to look at Lisa's horse who's having Wait, some- you mess up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that has heat in the hooves and other problems and again, this is, she goes to the, to the auction and spends almost expense, $850,000 on this uh, horse. Woo. Yeah. So that's a lot. That's a lot of money for a horse that was sick. Like, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable that that happens. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. If you're going to spend that money, surely yeah. they must have bets there to sort of check everything. Yeah, I would think so. That you'd have to have a full medical mm-hmm. uh, write up on it. But uh, 
We also have Parker telling Lou, we need more people like Jessica in this town, female entrepreneurs. That was cute. Yeah. <laughs> <Lou's bluffing. laughs> yeah. She's like, I have 10 jobs. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I would be annoyed if I was Rick. Then mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do my job and I end up babysitting. Yeah, yeah. I do I do wish it did show a little bit more of Rick. It took them so long to have any sort of LGBTQ like diversity on their show. Uh-huh. Um, so it would be nice if you know, we did get a few shots of him and his I'm assuming husband or partner, um, in the show. Mm-hmm. A little bit more ingrained. Um so I do think they have a really funny dynamic. Yeah. He's yeah. so like aggravated by everything. <laughs> Yeah, and then we have Lisa and Jack sharing a little toast together. That was mm-hmm. very cute. Yeah, it was really sweet. Mm-hmm. So what would you give this episode 1 to 10? Um, I'll give it a 9. I really, really liked it. Yeah, it's a fun episode. I, I Yeah, 8.59, something like that. All right. Then we have episode 3, Bad Moon Rising. And uh, in this episode, we have security system being installed and uh because there's all these robberies happening uh there's been five in a week uh in uh harlan and the uh the citizens are insisting that lou do something especially paula uh who if we don't remember paula is peyton's mom uh mm-hmm. who uh caused all kinds of trouble for georgie and I guess, I mean, are we going to see Georgie again this season? Um, are we, are we going to see her at all this season? Yeah, I don't think so. I know she's on a new Netflix show that I haven't watched. I'm planning on watching it. Oh, really? Um, this weekend, and it's a very, um, it's Amy, uh, Emily Deschanel's new show. Um, and oh. it's very adult. It's very sort of thriller, um, horror type oh. stuff. It's about a cult. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, hopefully it wouldn't feel like a season of heartland without georgie and you know quinn showing up Mm -hmm. Uh, we need to know what's happening with the olympics right (laughs) (laughs) we need to know yeah it'd be nice to have out there like boasting that she's on her way to the olympics yeah i kind of wish they had gotten engaged like i've said many times there's an argument to be made for getting engaged for getting married young Mm -hmm. it's not always some disaster Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and especially yeah. when you have your whole show sort of centered on a couple like amy and ty who you mm-hmm. know essentially were that i mean they were you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean i again i've said it many times it, it can be harder to make mm-hmm. a marriage work getting married older because you're more set in your ways you have more mm-hmm. opinions about how things are supposed to be done uh or you're not malleable like you are when you're young Mm-hmm. so and it's not always like this like terrible idea like it's made to portray but um we have cooper and amy working together uh cooper is trying to save the like group home that uh he runs the center i don't know what you call it but he's planning this gala and at first i thought oh is there something shady about this gala the way that he was like hiding things and talking about it i was like what is going on about this gala mm-hmm. yeah 
he seems but... very and over his head and very um <laughs> I don't want to sound horrible but a bit clueless yeah they, uh, and I guess but... that was the that was the scandal was just that he was running it he's running things badly it almost mm-hmm. I felt like what is he like fixing results or doing something there was just something that felt like oh he's hiding but the, mm-hmm. we haven't really gotten a real reveal of anything yeah yeah but um seems, yeah and he's doing the whole thing by himself as well he doesn't have anybody helping him mm-hmm. and challenge is the is the main horse and uh, of the five that he bought from uh amy and of the wilds and this kid named mac he is spooking challenge and he's the worst he's awful <laughs> he's awful yeah yeah this was even like intense for <laughs> for heartland it feels like they wouldn't go this far because this kid's scary like, yeah when you start hurting animals that's scary <laughs> yeah it's true and but then you have logan uh, mm-hmm. who I've been waiting for him to appear because he's on social uh, on the Heartland social media a lot yeah yeah I did see he's on sort of all of the pre- all of the mm-hmm. promo images and things like that so yeah, yeah it seems like he is you know going to be our new um I guess look you know he's, he's going to be yeah. our new, new kid this season especially if yeah. we don't have Georgie coming back it seems like we need we need some new people mm-hmm yeah yeah i mean it, yeah it almost seems like almost a new tie in a way like he follows mm-hmm. that uh that template <clears throat> almost to a t yeah. of tie yeah yeah this felt very much like a tie episode um mm-hmm. yes yeah it was sort of sad that you know he wasn't you know, there but yeah it seemed very like this is very much like a tie storyline it reminds you almost of the um tyler hines episode mm-hmm. you know with him being that like troubled, rebellious youth from Ty's past, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then yeah, and Paul is just the worst as well. <laughs> She's awful. Yeah, yeah, I do give them props for bringing her back though because she, it's like the perfect character for this. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's just like she treats these kids as if they're like just completely worthless I, she mm-hmm. has no humanity at all none yeah she's no shame <laughs> and she says that center's going down and you might go down with it <laughs> uh, yeah and we did have some humor with uh with jack and this security system <laughs> and and they're like, well, yeah. look what happened with the uh, with the um, solar panels. And he's like, well, that's because Parker was driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah, it made me laugh when they were like, oh, Parker will help you set it up. And it's just like a close up on Jack. <laughs> like, yeah, this is going to end badly. Yeah. Uh, yeah and uh, yes, then we get, you know, some false alarms. Uh, we also have Amy that is trying to gentle this wild horse for Jessica. Yeah. And that was, that horse is just absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's a gorgeous mm-hmm. horse. I um, don't think they dropped the name of that horse. Do we know? Uh, no, no. Yeah. I'm assuming they're going to let Jessica name it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And uh, then the, uh, so Lou tries to talk to Cooper about all of this. And uh, he's resistant, obviously. And and I, I loved when Jack says to Lisa, I'll get handsome for you. That was, so good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, but yeah, you're right about Mac being a sociopath because when he's throwing the fireworks oh, at yeah. challenge, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is like, so remember when they had, you know, Badger and, and those kids on the oh, show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is That's like a step beyond that. <laughs> so this poor gala i felt so bad for cooper yeah oh paula she makes a big scene and they're not gonna be able to get the investors that they want mm-hmm. you also have max sneaking in beer and logan challenges them they get into a fight they like a fist fight mm-hmm. and it's it, it's just so it just gets worse and worse and worse it's one of those things that just steamrolls out of control for poor cooper yeah, it's awful to watch i was like oh my god mm-hmm. one of the, i hate watching things like um that sort of awkward uncomfortable humor i felt mm-hmm. a little bit like that of like oh my god this is so awful like yeah. there's no recovering from this um i'm sure you will but you know it's it's very easy to sort of see how we would feel very defeated by this yeah yeah definitely uh and then we have a break-in at heartland the system had been turned off security system everything's broken Mm -hmm. into which would be really really upsetting yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean especially some places i don't know as secluded and it's not like you're sort of used mm-hmm. to these things happening that mm-hmm. if you lived in someplace in the city or something like that you might be maybe more accustomed or less surprised this would just feel so invasive yeah yeah and it did um have was it a watch um that oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 so yeah I'm assuming and that yeah we get more about that coming up yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I also loved though when Jack says he's escorting his the five beautiful ladies to the party. That was so cute because it's got yeah. you got Lisa, Lou, Amy, Lindy, and Katie. Yeah, he's so outnumbered in that house. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. That was charming. Jack can be such a charmer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yes, this was. A pretty fun episode. It was a little bit, I guess, a filler in a way, but I still enjoyed it. I'd probably give it an eight. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Let us know what you think of these three episodes. What do you think about season 15? Uh, Did it start strong for you? We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments or on Twitter. And uh, Michelle, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast on Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. Five stars. 
And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store where we have some Heartland inspired merch. So check that out. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.